Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan, and I want to tell you about a strange and wonderful journey I took with a couple of food bloggers, travel bloggers, and no, I didn't go a-traveling with these bloggers. They came to our town, and I was contacted by the city of Asheville. They gave me a ringle jingle from the CVB, and they, which stands for the... Uh, what does it stand? Convention and Visitors Bureau. And actually it got the call up from the TDA, which is the Tourist Development Authority. And so, yeah, no, none other than the authorities contacted me. And they said, these bloggers are coming to town. They want to take a food tour with you. And I said, well, I got some seats open on these tours. Or they're not really seats. They're it's a walking tour. So I had some spaces available. And they said, no, they want to do a private tour. And they want to do it on Monday. And I don't typically do tours on Monday. And one of the reasons is it's kind of hard to put together a tour on Monday because there's not a lot of restaurants available. And we don't work with every restaurant downtown. Um, but I'm friends with a lot of restaurants. So I felt confident I could put together a decent tour for these travel bloggers. And actually, one of them is the um, travel blogger. The other was her friend and photographer. And the travel blogger, her name is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, -E, Ashley Major Moss, M-A-J-O-R-M-O-S-S, -S, Ashley Major Moss. You can look her up on Instagram. She's got a lot of pretty pictures up there of herself and of the uh, places she has traveled to. She's a very interesting person, originally from London. She had a really cool accent, of course. I'm sure she's loving the southern accents that she's hearing on her trip here to Asheville. And then her friend's name was Helena. And unfortunately, I didn't get Helena's full name, but Helena was the photographer. And in fact, Helena, uh, by Ashley's own admission, Helena was the true foodie of the two. And uh, But I found them both to be very adventurous with food. And we fed them a bunch of stuff they had never had before. So if you don't mind, I'd like to kind of go over all of the stuff and give a little shout out to all the restaurants that helped us put this together. So first of all, we met at the Grove Arcade. And if you haven't been to the Grove Arcade lately, it's got a lot more food in it than ever. It's got six or seven venues and the Wedge Brewery just opened uh, in the corner where Sante Wine Bar used to be. So get on over to the Wedge Brewery and check that out. And I think that the Wedge is serving some food from one of the other restaurants in the arcade. So um, they're not making their own food as far as I know, but serving food from one of the uh, adjacent restaurants. But we got three, I started Ashley and Helena out with three samples or more like eight or nine samples from three different restaurants. We had all of the sides from Nani's Rotisserie Chicken. We had ribs and Reuben egg rolls from Huli Sue's. And we had a smattering of stuff from Baba Nam that included the meatball, the kibbe meatball, lamb meatball, and uh, falafel, and some tahini and flatbread and such. And they were very impressed. And I, was, I ate some of that food with them. I had eaten it all before. The only thing I had never had before was the ribs from Huli Sue's. And my boss, Patty, at Asheville Food Tours. And by the way, this was uh, through Asheville Food Tours. I did this. Um, and my boss, Patty has been raving about these ribs for a couple of weeks now. And so I'm glad that I got a chance to try them and he wasn't wrong. 
oh my god these ribs from Holy Sue's they're sweet like keep that in mind but they're not I didn't find them to be cloyingly sweet and I found they're pork ribs and I found that the the sweetness with the pork went really really well so give those a shot and uh, so they really loved all of that, and I gave them a little rundown of what's up with the Grove Arcade, built in 1928 by the Grove family. It's not as tall as it was meant to be because the Depression put the kibosh on their plans for a taller building, so they capped it at, a, I think it's five, five stories now, and uh, there's retail on the first floor, and uh, offices on the next two floors, and then apartments on the there's there's two floors of apartments inside the Grove Arcade building. I don't know if even the locals realize that. I've been inside of one of the apartments and they're really nice. They're very European style, kind of like everything is a little smaller. Like the doorways are smaller, the counters are a little bit lower, uh, the rooms are teeny, um, but they're super nice. They remind me of Europe or New York City type apartment. Um, any hoodles from there, we moved on and we went, we walked and we walked on down to the Rue on, uh, what would that be? South Lexington Avenue, the Rue, which is on the opposite side of Rhubarb and is also owned by John Fleer. And man, the Rue hit it out of the park. Like they were closing. So they, you know, they make baked goods. So at the end of the day, they don't keep their baked goods overnight. They donate them. And so they knew we were coming and and they said, we got, they laid out a bunch of pastries for these two uh, women to try. And they, it was like great stuff, like a Danish with local berries in it and um, a sticky bun that they loved. And one other thing I can't quite remember right now, but it was all fantastic. And um, they were beside themselves. Like it, they really loved it. And I, I was a little jealous that I wasn't getting to eat some of these pastries. Oh, the other thing was a, a frangipani. And if you don't know what that is, get hip to that because it's like a little pie that's got almond paste and fruit. And mm, it's one of my favorite things on earth. So they got these three wonderful pastries. And then on top of that, they got a full serving of grits like locally ground grits with collard greens and an egg on top served with some local bread, a very hearty breakfasty type thing. Now these two folks knew that they had a world of hurt in front of them in terms of the amount of food that was coming their way. I mean, we're only on stop two and they've had so much food thrown at them that they literally started just taking bites of stuff and we got some to-go wares they packed up their pastries to go they tried the grits and these two women are from london they had never had or at least one of them had had never had grits before ashley said she'd never had grits before so first time for her never had collard greens either so i i was hoping that that would happen on this tour that they'd get a taste of the South in their mouth, uh, so to speak. Um, and uh, that happened, happened right there at the Rue. And um, then we, and we said our goodbyes, we packed up some stuff and we hit the road. And the next stop we made was Manicomio. Now Manicomio is not Southern food. It is New York style pizza, but it's very authentic New York style pizza. And so, and I love it. It's my favorite pizza in town. I have to admit that. No hate to the other pizza places, which I also love. It's just that I got to have a favorite, right? And Manicomio just happens to be my favorite. 
and um, they, I just ordered a plain cheese pizza for them to try because I just wanted them to taste it like it was. And Helena had lived in New York City, so the chips were down, you know, and they loved it. And, you know, it's hard for these two people. They're not going to eat a whole pie, even though it was a small pie. Uh, I ordered a medium. They come in medium and large. I ordered the medium. I ate some too. It was fantastic. And then we packed up the last two slices for them to take with. And we hit the road again and we just crossed the street, right across the street. And we went to White Duck Taco, a local favorite. I told them the story of how it started here in Asheville. And now it's gone pretty big time with locations opening up all over the place. And there, White Duck was excited that, as was everybody, excited that these food travel bloggers were coming in um, and they served us not just the usual Bangkok shrimp taco that we get on food tour, but they also slid a pork belly taco their way. And the two women were especially impressed with the pork belly taco. And I'm pretty sure that Ashley said this was her first experience eating straight up pork belly. Now the pork belly taco at uh, White Duck comes with some um, pickled watermelon rind and some other delicious things on it. And I can attest to the fact that it's super delicious. So they enjoyed that very much. And then from there, we went up to Sovereign Remedies. And we this was, I told them, this is our transition from lunch and breakfast type stuff to dinner and late night type stuff. And at Sovereign Remedies, they got really nice cocktails. The bartender asked them what they wanted and made them what they wanted. And Chef David Van Tassel was there and he served, I had asked him if he would please serve his fried green tomatoes because they are excellent. And again, I figured maybe these two women had never had fried green tomatoes. And so, yep, they had never had them before. They really loved them. David's come with a maple onion jam and a whipped pimento cheese. Like he takes his pimento cheese and then somehow forces it through a nitrous canister. And uh, so, and I had had those recently and loved them. And so I knew that they were going to be tasty. And then from there, we went up to Zambra and they served them uh, a a heap and helping of chickpeas with uh, lemon zest and an octopus leg. <coughs> Excuse me. And you all know that Zombra is really nice and they were really, uh, they got a sangria and they love the sangria. And by now they're feeling kind of a uh, little, getting a little drunk because we've been having some alcohol along the way. And uh, they were feeling that. And um, then we go into rhubarb. And at rhubarb, they, uh, enjoyed like I just want to back up and say rhubarb nailed it like knocked it out of the park and that's rue and rhubarb were kind of like the bing and bang of the tour to me and uh, rhubarb we show up and they seat us first of all at the chef's bar which if you haven't eaten at the chef's bar do yourself a favor and request that the next time you make a reservation at rhubarb and rhubarb is really special because it's like Appalachian type cuisine, but of course, like really super elevated and fancy. And so it is a taste of what goes on around here. To me, it's like the perfect combination of like, you know, well, it's, I'm not the, I'm not coming up with this. This is their whole thing. It's Appalachian, but it's high end. And so that's perfect for Asheville, right? And so no doubt they served us three beautiful beautiful dishes one of them was 
a whole quail, which, you know, is about the size of a tiny little, it's like eating Woodstock. So a whole quail doesn't mean a whole chicken or whatever, of course, but it was, it was really, really tasty. And there was quite a bit of meat on it for a quail and it was all mostly deboned. So we didn't have to deal with any bones except for it, its wee little legs still had the wee little leg bones in there. So you kind of gnaw on that like a tiny little drumstick you know it's like being at the king james fair but it was super tiny and the quail came with a nice white alabama sauce on it like kind of unexpected that's the juxtaposition of the i don't want to say the lowbrow with the highbrow because i don't want lowbrow to be taken as a pejorative but it's like the combination of the things we love with something pretty fancy like a quail um, and there was some shrimp that was served with some red rice, and that was my favorite of the dishes. It was fantastically, fantastically good, um, and I recommend that very much. Now, the, the menu at Rhubarb changes all the time, so you'll want to get on in there. If you want to get these dishes I'm talking about right now, get in there soon. If you just want to eat delicious food, get in there anytime because it's all fantastic. And then the third dish they threw in front of us was uh, pork belly. And again, more pork belly. And it was like, oh my God, just melt in your mouth, pork belly. And it was um, just cooked just perfect. And you, you guys know, because you've eaten pork belly, that if it's not cooked perfectly, it's super imperfect and almost inedible and uh it was just um let me see i'm trying to actually pull up a photo that i took of the menu so i can describe it a little better to you i'm not seeing it here though because i'm just uh, taking i'm not taking my time to look but oh uh no, that ain't it. Maybe it's not even on this menu. They do all kinds of wacky stuff. But if it is on the menu when you go in there, uh, get it because it's good is what I'm saying. So do that. So I want to thank everybody who was part of this tour, the restaurants. Oh, and then the very last place we went, actually, from there, I took them to Cultivated Cocktails. And they were already feeling pretty good. We got a cocktail at Rhubarb as well. And they were feeling pretty good, but I dropped them off at Cultivated. I said my goodbyes and left them in the capable hands of Zoe at Cultivated Cocktail. Thank you, Zoe. And they at Cultivated, they get little tiny, teeny, teeny tiny pours of every kind of alcohol that they make at Cultivated. Um, they make some gin and some rum and some whiskey and a coffee liqueur and a chocolate liqueur and then it may be some vodka i think vodka and so they get a little bit of all of that and then they can have a little like two ounce cocktail or something like that so that's what they had in store for them that was the whole tour everybody all the restaurants did a great job these two women who have traveled all over the world to super fancy places we're really impressed with our little town of Asheville. And strangely, they kept saying to each other and to me that it was just like playing Sim 
And that, that's what they said. This is just like playing Sin. And they would say it in their British accents. And, and one of them was apparently quite a big fan of playing Sim. Uh, I, I always call it The Sims, but maybe it's just called Sim. And she kept saying our town was just like it. It's, she said, it's just perfect and cute and quirky and it's just like Sim. And, that, and I wasn't really getting it until a woman walked past us and she had her hair dyed blue and was tied in, up in two little buns on top of her head, like ears almost on top of her head. And she was dressed like a doll, not, not dressed like in a baby doll outfit. She was dressed like a doll. And the, that I looked at Helena and she looked at me and I said, I think I get what you're saying about Sim. And she was like, you see, you see what I'm saying? So they really enjoyed our city. So Asheville, don't, don't, if you live nearby and you're hearing my voice and you don't get downtown, here are two people who travel all over the world and they are having the time of their lives in Asheville. I saw on social media today that they ate at um, Clarence's food truck, Chef Clarence, who's uh, cooking with comedy and catering with comedy. They ate at his, his food truck today. So they got a real taste of some real good Southern cooking. And I also know that they're going on the Hood Huggers tour and they're going to Biltmore, I think. And so they've got a lot on their agenda. They're having a great time. They're enjoying our city. I want to really let you know that you live next to or in one of the greatest cities in the world. And you should get into downtown. It doesn't matter if it's hard to find parking or that you have to pay for parking. You, you think you don't have to pay for parking in Paris or London, man, not that we're like Paris or London yet. All right, y'all. Uh, so that was my super fun adventure with Ashley and Helena. Thank you, Michael at the TDA for putting us in touch with each other. And if you are a food blogger and like these guys had 91,000 followers on Instagram, so they were real food bloggers. If you're a real food blogger, you should always contact the Visitors Bureau of any city you're visiting. All right, y'all. I'll talk to you in just a little bit. <laughs>